The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org thrive. Welcome to the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, where we explore nighttime dreams, daytime desires, and the best ways to transform the tragic into magic. Because let's face it, we all dream, we all have our blessings, and we all have our challenges, myself included. And I don't want any of us to take any of those things lying down, if you know what I mean. I just wrote a book entitled, A Crisis is a Terrible Thing to Waste. I'm excited to explore the topic with you, whether it relates to your waking or sleeping dreams, because we're dreaming all the time, people. So let's make it the best dream possible. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome. Welcome to the show today. So excited because... Am I excited because Georgina Cannon is here with me, but I'm also excited because we're going to be doing one of the things I love most in this world. I love multitasking when it works. I love to blend. <laughs> I love the blend of modalities. I love it when all the things that I love come together in one place. It's kind of like a party where all my favorite people <laughs> are here. And what Georgina Smith, oh my God. Georgina Cannon has done, she's written this book called Your Guide to Self-Discovery, and she's blended 20 different esoteric modalities, mind, body, spirit modalities into one book. She's brought in people, or she's, I mean, we'll talk about all of that, but first of all, Georgina, let me tell people who Georgina Cannon is. She is amazing. She's been on the show before. She teaches hypnosis at the University of Toronto and privately teaches past life regression and life between lives facilitation. In 1998, she opened the Ontario Hypnosis Centre, which grew to become Canada's largest hypnosis clinic and school. She spent more than 24 years working as a counselor and coach. Her website is georginacannon.com. And in this book, she blends emotional intelligence, astrology, neurolinguistics, programming, birth order, creative superpowers, angel connections, Akashic records, numerology, archetypes, family constellations, Enneagram, recurring dreams, hello, and auras. I mean, did you leave anything out? I don't think so. I don't think so. How did you do it in one book? First, take us back a little bit to what, what gave you the inspiration to put such a book like this together? I've always believed that we are made up of many parts. And in the last few years, I've come to realize that these many parts are mostly what other people have given us or told us we are. 
So whether it be our parents or society or our work, we've given, they've given us labels. Mm -hmm. And I woke up one morning and said, but we are more than that. We are more than what other people have given us. But how do we find out that there's more? Because we've come so used to being what we think we are. Okay, you're smart, you're stupid, you're kind, you're not kind, all of these things, all of these things. We're all everything, right? Except that we don't know which pieces work for us and which pieces don't and what else there is. So I thought, I wonder if I could do some investigation and find out, <laughs> find out some more about that. And I suddenly realized, why me? I'm not yet <laughs> in everything. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> why don't I talk to some experts? Why don't I find out uh, how people find out more about themselves? So I thought of all the different modalities since time began, ancient times, you know, when, when tribal shamans were throwing stones and reading smoke and, and seeing signs everywhere, we've always wanted to know more about ourselves. And I thought, well, why don't I talk to some people who know about these ancient signs? That's where it started. So I started with uh, the, some of the most ancient work, of course, which is um, angels mm -hmm. and, and uh, Kashuk records. And then, and all of that. And then I moved into more modern, like neuro-linguistic programming, um, creativity. Uh, what type of creative person are you? Uh, uh, SWAT, which is strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and, and, and tests. And find out more. So we span, span the whole th uh, gamut. So what I started doing is reaching out around the world with experts that I knew were available and had written books because I wanted someone that could articulate what they did. Because as you know, not everybody who's good at what they do isn't necessarily articulate about it. They're just brilliant at what they do. Mm. So I wanted to find out people who could share and were willing to share their knowledge, their wisdom, their insight in a way that allowed the reader to discover themselves. And when you discover yourself, at the end of each chapter, as you probably realize, there's a little questionnaire that says, what did you learn from this? What did you learn about yourself from this? And at the end of the book, I put it all together where they, uh, there's a chapter that says, now introduce yourself to yourself. So, <laughs> you know, your new self, what did you find out about yourself? And I use myself an example. Hello, my name is Georgina Cannon. I've discovered I'm an eight. I've discovered this. I've discovered that. And I, and I really did discover. Mm. It was, it, the journey was exciting, but the culmination and the gathering of it was equally exciting because I would say that everybody, and I mean everybody, that contributed is a very special human being. They are people who give to humanity in their own way, mm. and they care about allowing people to discover who and how they are. So the energy within the book, as yeah. well as the knowledge within the book, is very strong. Yeah, it is. I'm just going to. It's a long answer to a short question. I'm sorry. No, about. that was that was wonderful. You've got Kim Coughlin, Beryl Komar, granddaughter Crow. Lisa Greenfield, Mary Ligon, mm -hmm. Dr. Donna Marks, who's also been on the show, mm -hmm. Leanne McClear, Crystal P 
Pomeroy, who's been on the show, Maureen St. Germain as well, David Shepard, Paulette Sherman, Judy Wilkins Smith. She's one of my faves. I love her. She's been on the show. Yes. Naomi Tickle, Richard Webster, and me. Oh, I have the honor of being in this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm so what one one thing I love. So this is this book is I would say it's for people who are new on the path as well as yeah. for people who have been on the path forever. Yes. I've been on the path, I would say, consciously for about, God, um, well, 30 years, about 30 years. It's a long Such time. A yeah, you were born, obviously. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but deliberately, I mean, I, I mark it from my first midlife, my first um, half-life, not even, I don't even know. My first crisis was mm -hmm. when I, I started to work on myself and started to right. get into spirituality. I was in my early twenties and, and because I stayed on the planet by the grace of God, I felt like I was introduced to all manner of spirituality and psychotherapeutic tools and 12 steps and angels and crystals and shamans and past lives. Hypnotherapy ended up going down the hypnotherapy path as I became a hypnotherapist myself. And it's magic, it's, right? In itself. Yeah, it's such magic and all manner of therapy. And I feel like a book like this would have really been a wonderful guide for me back then to just get my toes wet in all of these things, to answer a lot of basic questions as well as advanced questions. But even now, all these many years later, 30 years later, I think I know a thing or two. My area of expertise is more in the dreams aspect, but I know I've dabbled in all of these things, astrology and angels and numerology and inner child work and all of these things, but to, to hear a little bit from an expert in the field it does it it taught me all kinds of things i learned all like uh, the bells and whistles were going off the whole time so i don't think this leaves any anybody out and it's so elegant it's a tiny book i mean it's just like what a hundred and it's 178 pages i can't remember that's a miracle it's like a bullion cube <laughs> of consciousness so i'm curious you said you're an eight. So let's just, that's, that's my favorite number. It's, I, that's not what I am astrolog, I mean, numerologically, but what did you learn about the eight? So what's one thing that people can learn about themselves as, as it relates well, to you personally? I learned it from, from the numerology, but I also learned it from the hand reading. Because oh, the hand reading, right. Oh, that was so gosh. fascinating. She is brilliant, by the way. Right. Yeah. When, when, um, when I was speaking to her, and I was on Zoom and I said, how do you read? And she works a lot with people in LA. She's a, a people, someone who works with the stars and yes. film groups. So I said, how do you work on Zoom? She said, well, show me your hand. So I held my hand up, closer, closer, sat closer, closer. Oh my goodness, you're resilient, she said. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> And she was so exact and so right on. It blew me away. Now, from eights, I understand I'm a starter. I'm a, a bit of a pusher if you're not too careful. You know, <laughs> a very sweet pusher, but maybe a pusher <laughs> nonetheless. Keep going. 
and combine that with my Aries Pisces um, on the cusp. Yes. Oh, I, wow. Yes. Yes. So it taught me, it taught me to tread gently, more gently, be more aware of my ability to want it now, do it now, get it done now, um, make it happen now that it didn't have to be now. It doesn't have to be now. Isn't this interesting? I'm just, I mean, I'm not an astrologer, but I, mm -hmm. but I said human design. So when you do the next book, you'll have to include human design yes. in the part two of your, your guide to self-discovery. But I think it's interesting to be an Aries Pisces cusp, because mm -hmm. that's like the baby of the astro astrological wheel and the, and the, the elder next yes. to each other that is I, such an interesting cusp to be the starter like go 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 but then like wait a minute let's wait a minute. take a moment to drop into the depth Ooh, that is an interesting sign it gives me the softness that i need thank goodness you know Ooh, <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but yes it gives me the softness it gives me the gratitude it gives me the space to contemplate mm. um it teaches me a lot of lessons that I can pass on to my clients. And Isn't my that students. interesting? Yeah. Oh, I find that the cusps so interesting, especially that cusp, because it's absolute opposites yes. side by side. So thank God you have that, because you would have this depth that might just sit all to yourself, or you just have all this get up and go with maybe nothing to nothing to say once the light was on, but you've yes. got both. So that's wonderful. But let's about your area of expertise for a moment in past life regression and um and in between life yeah the the life between life um so for those who don't know you i know what you you share in this some of your stories um that are pretty amazing what's how did you get into the past life regression and how does that get for somebody who's new to you talk a little bit about past life regression I started um, in, uh, off in life as a journalist in England. And as you know, in England, we take things like ghosts and spirits and fairies. As a matter of fact, they just are, you know, mm. go into your garden and you thank the fairies in the morning and not out loud, but you do it anyway. And um, when I came to Canada, I continued being, uh, I came to get married and married my partner there and when I came to Canada it was a different world uh, the journalism world at that time in, the, in uh, 1966 mm. and so I ended up becoming fashion editor of a magazine here and mm. that lasted for a couple of hours a couple of hours a couple of years I know it went like that um, until the publisher um, got fired and everybody was replaced, including me. So I opened up my own PR company and, whoops, I opened up my PR company. And um, from there it grew and we had some fantastic clients, really beautiful people like Cartier and Chanel and Estee Lauder. Oh. Yeah, it was great. Wow. Canada and then my company got bought by another large company an international company called Burson Marstella and they brought me in as creative director 
Now that was fun for a while as they got me flying around the world, leading creative sessions for organizations around the world. Wow. And then I got promoted to managing director for Canada for four offices, which was very heady stuff in those mm. days. It was very heady, huge salary and bonuses. But I was one of three women, senior women worldwide, and was very much dismissed and very much. I had a boss that literally went like this when I walked into his room. Yes, Georgina, what do you want? Now, my oh. boss was in New York, right? I had to report into him quarterly with my figures, which we were making. And I, I just couldn't look myself in the mirror anymore. I just could not. And so I left and looked for something to do, took a year off and studied Reiki, studied color therapy, studied uh, gestalt therapy and psychodrama, which by the way, I love and I still use in hypnosis mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and happened upon hypnosis and got really excited because I realized from my journalistic training that the subconscious mind drives us. Yes. And yes. I, <laughs> yes, I literally did that. And within, within, within two months, I'd opened a clinic and within six months, I'd opened a school. My God. And Aries. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I had an assistant once who kept saying, Georgina, please slow down. We can't keep up with you. And I, I say, Mary, if you can't keep up with me, you don't belong here. I mean, that was my Aries part, right? Not yeah. my, I'm so sorry. No, <laughs> not no, not the sorry. sensitive P Pisces. <laughs> that's right. But that's Today okay. would be very different. That was There's a time and place. <laughs> so, um, but uh, 10 years ago, I had to sell it because I wasn't well. All the while, I was writing workshops, giving workshops, writing CDs. Of course, just like an Aries, you drive like 110 miles an hour. Mm -hmm. And um, now I focus on seeing clients just two days a week. I teach at the University of Toronto, um, School of uh, Continuing Studies, um, and I teach my own classes and write books. So I'm really? slowing down a little bit. <laughs> which for most people this would be them at full tilt boogie so, <laughs> so when you take somebody into a past life yes. um what might we discover i know that one of the things that i heard you say and i agree as a hypnotherapist that we it it's a it's a memory and or blend of the, what comes to us intuitively and our imagination speaking to us, which doesn't make it less legitimate. So, so say somebody's in a hypnotic state and you're guiding them back and they start to see things. What's your perspective on, on the, the images and perceptions and feelings that come to them? My perspective, and I learned from the wonderful Henry Bolduc and Michael Newton, by the way, I took his last class, which was fantastic oh. in England. Um, my perspective on past lives is the soul takes us where we need to go. We can ask to go somewhere. We can ask to say, you know, I get quite a few people coming in and saying, how come I always choose losers? How come, you know, it must be a past life. And I always say to them, it's not necessarily a past life. It might be learned behavior in this life. But if you want to do a past life, we can do that. But I can't guarantee that's where the soul will take you. Right. Because the soul may take them to a, a series of lives where they were victims 
And if they see themselves as a victim in this life, that's the lesson they needed to learn so they don't become a victim in this life again and have to do it all over again. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't learn the lesson, you have to do it again. That's my perspective. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love what you said. The soul takes, takes us where, where it needs to go or where we need to go. Yes. Yes. And I think that's the, that's true for across the board I mean, with dreams as well. We oh, totally. I teach dream festing as well. So we have a goal that we're working on and we're asking our subconscious mind to sync up with us and to reveal a dream that will help us. And we might have a dream that seems to have absolutely nothing at all to do with our goal. And yet it absolutely does because it takes us where we need to go so that we can be aligned to our, our highest and best self that may have something to do with who we need to be in order to manifest, womanifest, or dreamifest that goal. What we need to learn, what we need to encourage, what we need to see. Right. What we need to let go of or what we need yeah. to see and we can't yeah. heal otherwise. Yeah. But I, I also think it's interesting. I've had I've I've led a number of past life regression sessions with clients as well as a hypnotherapist. And I find it it's like opening up a door <laughs> that is just got a big question mark on it because we don't necessarily know no. if it's going to take us into a particular but like it's not like you just press a button and you're back in 1700 bc no. and i mean at some point we might be able to dial it in more specifically but we always open it up to it seems like we we go into a deeper realm of soul and what the soul wants us to know. No question. But the, the thing that always throws me is when you're expecting people to become another human and you'll say, what are you weighing on your feet? And they say, I have no feet. Right. I'm just slithering towards this bird because I'm hungry. Oh. <laughs> so what's one of the most inspiring or exciting revelations that came to you through working with clients with past life regression oh i've had many i lost my migraines through past life regression right oh my goodness let's yeah. talk about that because i know there are a lot of people probably listening or watching this right now that also have debilitating head headaches i know uh, one of my family members is one of those people so let's talk about that please that's it amazing. doesn't mean that everybody's migraine as you know i don't correct yeah we don't know but it might yes <laughs> Throughout history, dreamers have opened the door for positive change that reshapes the world. Our dreams and stories can also attract individual prosperity and success. Join creative artist Valerie June, Aisha Ophelia, Jacqueline Suskin, and Sarah Walco for The Power of Radical Imagination, a weekend workshop May 24th to 26th at Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Ignite your radical imagination and cultivate positive change. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. So actually it was when I was training uh, and the partner that I had facilitating said, do you have a goal in mind? Is there something you would like to ask the soul? So I said, well, I'd be 
interesting to know if I can find out what causes my migraines. So I went into hypnosis and suddenly I had this stench, this awful smell, like rotting garbage. And I realized it was me. I was stinking. And I saw myself as this old, old woman with like one tooth and straggly hair and bent over, living in a cave outside of a small village in Europe somewhere. And um, my, I was... I gathered herbs, that's what I did to, to save myself. But I was used by the women in the village to help give birth. So they'd call me down when they needed me, otherwise they, I was a pariah, they, they'd shut me out. Uh, they paid me with food if they remembered or they cared. So I was close to starving most of the time, which is another interesting side thing. I grew mm. up very hungry and starving and a lot of time, but the, the parallels in some of this is very extraordinary. Oh, wow. So um, they, they um, so one day I was called down to help deliver this child and the woman was in the field surrounded by the women because women always helped women and the baby was stuck. It was breech, it was huge and the woman was bleeding. The baby was born dead and the woman died uh, of all the blood she'd lost. All the women disappeared and left me to bury her in the ground. So I had to dig the ground with my bare hands, bury her and the child and cover it up. That was how primitive it was. I dragged myself up to my cave, fell fast asleep. I was exhausted and hungry, of course, near starvation. And next thing I know is I'm being kicked awake by this man who's obviously been drinking something and was drunk. And he accused me of killing his wife and his son. And he was kicking me and kicking me. And then suddenly he picked up this huge boulder and smashed it on my head, right by the left side of my head, right here, where I used to get my migraines. And um, my facilitator uh, did all the healing as we do, and the healing and the forgiveness and repair work and brought me back. And we were both shocked and shaken, as you can imagine. And I haven't had a migraine since. No, not everybody is like that. But, I mean, the, the uh, for instance, the, the, the person that um, became a snake, the, the sole lesson for that is you have to let go of your old skin to learn the new. Mm -hmm. You have to let go of to grow. Interestingly, he was a medical doctor, so he had to. <laughs> oh, that is so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so I just find it interesting because so this, this memory, this experience happened so long ago. Mm -hmm. And it, and it, I just, I'm always wondering the why. I mean, it's part of what drives me and the story that I make up about why couldn't that pain be be left back then why did it have to carry into all maybe all these lifetimes in the middle mm -hmm. and why now i make up the story that perhaps there was this very vital energy that came from this being this cave woman cave dwelling mm -hmm. midwife that was actually precious and special and and in need of forgiveness and also in need of honoring and in and this pain was a way to be able to stay 
connected to her. And then once the connection was made on another level, on a more heart, body, mind, spirit level, then there was no more need for the pain for that for that what what do you make that mean why why have that pain and why have that go away just in the remembering of this experience discovering also the fact that i was training to be a healer at the time right training to be a progression therapist Mm -hmm. and she was a healer she gathered these herbs she ministered to the women that's certainly a connection. Yeah. I find there's always a connection. And, but of course, as you know, we don't tell the client. The client always goes, oh, oh, now I understand. Exactly. Right. There's meant to be that, that insight in order to make the life here and now. Yes, change. More integrated or have more awareness mm-hmm. this is so powerful georgina so if you're just joining us i'm talking to the amazing georgina cannon and her newest book is your guide to self-discovery sneeze ah, sneeze bless on the you. truth bless you bless you whoa that was lovely <laughs> I'll, I'll be exploding later today thank you but hopefully not while anyone is in earshot but I know that you, you you and I spoke earlier about a little guided experience that people could people have right now. Just a little sure. taste of just some of the work that you offer. We were talking about hands yes. earlier with palm yes. reading. Yes. This relates to something else. So, and I know with dreaming and lucid dreaming, we often the hands are such an important yes aspect and trigger for that. So our hands, I hand I. Hand it over to you. Hand it over to me. Okay, so close your eyes. And just begin to follow your breath. Noticing the coolness of the in-breath and the warmth of the out-breath. Notice the rhythm of your breath and how it connects to the rhythm of the planet, the ebb and flow of the tides, the waxing and waning of the moon, and the change of the seasons, all connected to the rhythm of life, the rhythm of your breath. I'm going to count from one to ten, and as I do, just follow the coolness of the in-breath and the warmth of the out-breath. Counting down now, one, two, three, four. Drifting down, five, Six, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Find yourself in a place where you feel safe. It can be inside or outside. It can be real or imagined. It's your safe place. And when you're there, find somewhere to sit. And as you sit, allow yourself to drift down, down, deeper down. Now, imagine your hands. Notice their shape and color. 
see them in your mind or imagine that you see them in your mind. Think of all your hands have done for you and for others. As a child, holding something for the first time, maybe feeding yourself, washing or dressing yourself. Tying your own shoes for the first time and writing your name, the excitement of writing your name for the first time. Our hands are not just for ourselves, but for others also. Remember the work they've done, the tears they've wiped, the parcels they've carried, and how much gentleness, tenderness, and love they've given. There is energy and mystery in the, or in the hand of a man or woman we love. In the hands of a doctor, a nurse, an artist, a conductor. The healing hands of someone who cares. There's also a symbolic language of hands. The sign of the cross, the striking of the breast, the reaching for the Torah, the handshake, a wave, hello or goodbye. Just place your right hand on your heart and rest it there for a moment and let it feel the beat from your heart. And lower your hand gently into your lap as if you were carrying your heart. Because you do. When you extend your hand to another, it's not just skin and bone. It is your heart. A handshake is a real heart transplant. Think of all that hands have done and made the imprint on you. Fingerprints and handprints a heart prints that can never be erased. Think of all the places and people who carry your handprint and all the handprints you carry. They're indelible and they last forever. And give grateful thanks. And as I count from five to one, just bring yourself back to full awareness. Being thankful and grateful for the hands in your life. Coming back now, five, four, three, two, and one. And slowly, gently bring yourself back. Beautiful, Georgina. What a journey in just a few minutes. There's such a synchronicity there too. It's yesterday was one of my best friend's wedding anniversary and I married her. I was the officiant, what, 25 years ago? And I was just remembering one of the readings that we that that was at the we called on a a dear friend Jorge to read this piece about hands 
and everybody and he has a spanish accent so he would say your hands are so important your hands are will will carry you your hands it was all about your hands will hold you caress you. i mean it was this and i literally was remembering hearing jorge just yesterday hans like that just and then i didn't know this is what we were going to do today and i mean i'm preparing for a workshop i'm teaching tomorrow and i was all about the hands just lucid dreaming and kind of awake as a way of being able to be a lucid liver <laughs> to be able to see those hands as a metaphor for oh yes i'm dreaming let me be awake while i'm dreaming so there's just this buzz I'm feeling. That was gorgeous. And your voice is such, I would follow you anywhere. <laughs> I would follow you into a cave in, in olden times that was- Don't do that. Don't do that. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, I did. I followed you. I mean, because <laughs> I would follow you, <laughs> but, you know, metaphorically speaking. Yes, yeah. But oh, Georgina Cannon, you are, you're such a talented woman and you're, and thank you for sharing the stage with, all of us that are in here and shout out to the amazing Deborah Jacobs for um, part and parcel of this um, energetically. Deborah is my heart, my hand, my my heart for sure. She there are things that she does sometimes that make me cry. She's so kind. Yeah. Deborah Jacobs is a she's a good one. Shout out to Dancing Word Groot. Yay. I'm so I'm feeling so good that I don't even know how to finish this episode. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna drift off. And I'm gonna let everyone else as long as you're not driving, operating heavy machinery. Oh, yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that for a while. But one more time, this book is your guide to self discovery. It's out now. It's 20 ways to find the true you by Georgina Cannon, but she's got these co- collaborators co-contributors mm -hmm. kim coughlin barry comar grandmother crow lisa greenfield mary lingan dr donna marks leanne mcclear crystal pomeroy maureen saint germain david shepherd dr paulette sherman dr judy wilkin smith naomi tickle richard webster and moi kelly sullivan walden aka dr dream if you want a guide to everything you need in the metaphysical world in one succinct little book. Get this, your guide to self-discovery, and it will absolutely make a difference whether you're brand new to the path or you think you know it all. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee there's something in here for you as well. Any final words as we conclude? Yes, I, I um, my role, I believe and have done for many years, even before I did hypnosis, was to help people find their magnificence. And I believe that everyone in their soul knows who they are, except that it gets covered over with dust and noise of every day. Right. This book will help you uncover and discover your magnificence. Yeah. Discover your magnificence. And I would just add the word unique, your unique magnificence, because you get to dial into the specificity of what your number is, what yeah. your hand is saying, what your astrology is. So it's 
general if you want to just know more about metaphysics and it's also very personal if you want to know more about you and who doesn't you know yeah know thyself creativity actually blew me away as well because there are four Mm. i know this are four different types of creativity right no idea and and say what those four are oh no you don't have to to. (laughs) one is dazzler i know I can't remember what the other two are and the Anne will scold me for not remembering Uh, okay so there's four types yes we have the designer Mm -hmm. it's dazzler yep the driver the driver and the definer definer Yes. And uh, I, I forget what they are, ex- except that most people are one or two. You can be both at once. Right. And uh, she tells me I'm a, a, a dazzler driver. Her husband really? is also a dazzler driver. Oh, And yeah. definer is someone that we all need who defines what the issue is and the ways that it can happen. And the designer comes up with the solution and makes it happen. And the mm. dazzler is the one that comes up with a trillion ideas. But as my, <laughs> as my uh, financial person will tell me, Georgina, not every idea is a good idea, okay? <laughs> Sometimes it's just an idea. That's right, it's just an idea, that's right. But that's a fascinating chapter in itself. Oh, it is, it is. I think I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think I'm a driver dazzler. Yeah, probably. I might be a little, I mean, we're all a little bit of each. The definer helps to find the right answers, identify things. The dazzler is about, um, yeah, bringing like the creativity of it and kind of the magic of it. uh, Innovative, is more innovative, thinking up new ways of of uh, discovering and making things happen. Oh, the designer makes things workable. They might even yes. be a little critical just to yeah. get down to the brass yes. tacks. And the driver's like, let's just do it. <laughs> get it done. I definitely have that. Oh, my God. Leo, that I am. There we go. Fire sign. Ah, ready, fire, aim. <laughs> yes, but look. Look what you do and look what you've done. Oh. You, and when, when you look at yourself from a distance and you say this woman look what she's done in spite of or maybe because mm. of right Ooh. yeah i like the in spite of and the because of yes and sometimes to light a fire we need to rub two sticks together and make friction yeah yeah, and I think sometimes it's the, the pain that drives us to go into the deep yes. places that might just otherwise be too daunting or too scary, yes. but that's where the gold is, that where we stumble, that's where we find our gold, according to... One of, my, uh, one of my ex-clients a long time ago, a young man, wrote me a thank you poem, and one of the mm. lines in it was thanking me, I forget his exact wording, was to find the diamond beneath the coal. I thought that was so wonderful. And that's what you're talking about. The father, find the diamond beneath the coal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's what it's all about. And I just so appreciate you taking some time on your book tour to stop and have a moment with me.
Georgina Cannon. This was wonderful. This is a wonderful book. I, I want everybody to go out and get many copies of this so that you can be generous and do the good karma thing, give it to your friends. And everybody needs to know all of these things to become better versions of ourselves. We can all be more awakened as we, as we go throughout our world. And to know ourselves is to love ourselves. And to know each other is to love each other. So this book will help you do that. And Georgina Cannon's website is GeorginaCannon.com. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Georgina, for oh, joining bless your me. wonderful heart. Thank you. For Thank you. Thank you. Sweet dreams. Thank you for listening to the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show. If you enjoyed this episode, take a moment to like, subscribe, comment, and share it with your friends. My show can be found on Apple iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to border my new book, A Crisis is a Terrible Thing to Waste, go to your favorite online or brick and mortar retailer, then head on over to kellysullivanwalden.com tragic to magic. Input your order number and redeem your bonus gifts. I'm also excited to be offering a DreamWork practitioner training. So if that calls to you, go to kellysullivanwalden.com forward slash DreamWork. If you'd like to join me for the live recording of these shows, most Wednesdays at noon Pacific, you can find me on Facebook. If you have a question about your dreams or about how to transform your tragic into magic, email me at kelly at kellysullivanwalden.com. Until next time, remember, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste. And as you awaken to the power of your dreams, you make the world a lighter, brighter, more beautiful place, one dream at a time. Sweet dreams. Hello, I'm Dr. Stephen Farber, and I am an author, teacher, psychotherapist, and shamanic practitioner. On my podcast, Healing for Your Soul, I welcome some amazing guests and introduce you to some healing techniques like earth magic, working with nature and animals, and really getting to the heart of what is keeping you stuck. I want to help you deepen your spirituality and let go of blocks that are holding you back. Let me help you in this journey called life. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode.